currently managing customer trust for a major e-commerce platforms payment gateway platform. He has the ability to knit in legal compliance, technical machine learning, analytical aspects into designing a program and setting up mechanisms to ensure participation, transparency, funding, leadership alignment and delivery of the project. Currently, he is learning machine learning, project management, effective ways to create and dive, create and drive strategy, stock investing on a personal front, and also he advises on startups, fraud risk mitigation, and program management. In today's episode, let us chat with Mayank Vivedi on financial frauds. This is the Guiding Voice podcast series, the Guiding Voice for a Better Future. Friends, I'm your host Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional, but a passionate learner on a mission to. Make a difference in the careers and lives of millions across the globe. And through the guiding voice, we drive conversations that matter. Conversations that add value to your life and to your career. Successful leaders and celebrated coaches across the globe share their knowledge and wisdom with our audience so that each one of you will acquire more knowledge by tuning in to the guiding voice for every minute than any other podcast in this space. Thank you so much for joining me. And extremely pleased to have Mayank part of today's episode. Mayank, hearty welcome to The Guiding Voice. Hey, thanks, Naveen. Thanks for having me here. So, Mayank, without further ado, let's get into the conversation and maybe you can briefly share your career journey so that our audience get to know who they are listening to. Sure, sure. Uh, hey, so, I'm a typical engineering and MBA guy. I think the first six years of my career, I worked into different e-commerce startups in Gurgaon and London. Unfortunately, nothing big unicorn type came out of that. So I thought, let's do an MBA and try corporate job for a change. Uh, that's when I went for an MBA in UK and then Brexit pushed me back to India. Uh, I came and joined Uber in Hyderabad, worked there for a year and joined Amazon back in 2019. It has been four years in Amazon since and currently I am leading the fraud prevention charter in Amazon Payments India. Quite, quite a bit of journey here and um, uh, Mayang through, throughout this career okay, spanning across multiple companies and in fact you ventured with uh, startups as well as unicorns and also established organizations. So to be successful in your professional life, what are top three things that have contributed to you? Hey, sure. I think the first thing is definitely self-learning which is not very uh, effectively communicated or sometimes forlorn also. And self-learning is like a lifelong learning. It can be learning from reading books, doing courses, um, because like your degree will not set you up to do what you need to do in your career. So self-learning is definitely first. Second is uh, having a circle of mentors from which you can get advice. And uh, this can be both people senior to you as well as junior to you so that uh, you know what's happening around. You can learn from industry experts as well as from the new uh, generation out there on what innovation feels like for them. And the third is, I think, the age-old thing that our Indian parents teach us, uh, which is consistent hard work. And I think I would, I would want to focus on consistency because if, uh, it's hard work plus the right focus over the right period of time that leads to success. So um, it's all about self-learning and being uh, up-to-date with what's happening around the world and getting advice from right set of people. And one thing that really amused me is about uh, getting reverse mentorship as well, right? You never know uh, what juniors have to teach and we don't have to go by the designation and the age, right? I, I also strongly believe in that. And there is something to offer from anyone, right? I, I 
strongly believe in that and thanks for highlighting that point and now uh, let's move into the core of today's topic and uh, discuss this uh, financial fraud so how do we explain this financial fraud uh, to a layman yeah if i were to give a one line definition of financial fraud uh, it just means that when a person misuses your money for their own benefit uh, it is called uh, financial fraud i think broadly it, it it can range from a simple scam that you face online or offline to actually someone stealing your credit card or payment gateway details and then misusing the money inside it great explanation so when you mentioned about this uh, payment uh, gateway and using this credit card and all and it reminds me of how this uh, entire payment card industry has transformed by coming up with this uh, pci guidelines earlier i think uh, about a decade and a half ago when this uh, bpo culture started uh, creeping in and all at that point in time customers from uh, developed countries used to share their credit card details with the uh, call center agents and uh, companies used to maintain the database of uh, those credit cards and those were used fraudulently and misused i would say and then that's when this pci guidelines came into picture it uh, actually struck a card uh, for me <laughs> and now uh, moving ahead on the topic are there any global trends in this uh, financial fraud because i'll tell you in india currently uh, i have come across couple of scenarios so one of them is uh, the classified portals like olx and uh, quicker and and also real estate portals like magic breaks and nobroker.com the moment we publish any advertisement saying that i want to let out or lease out my property somebody calls you from an unknown number and they uh, share these details saying that um, they are dressed up in army uniform and they say okay i like your property and i don't want to visit and i'm ready to pay how much ever rent you want and mm-hmm. um, they convince as if they are the real tenant but at the end what happens is they try to pull money out of your account by keeping you in that uh, particular mode wherein they send the qr code and we inadvertently tend to transfer in fact uh, i was uh, into that kind of situation and before even i transferred i realized okay why the hell should i transfer money to this guy right that is one scam which i come across and second one is we often um, get an sms saying that hey your uh, sbi credit card or sbi account is locked or so and so account is locked click here to update your kyc and all so these are certain things that come to my mind which are prevalent in india likewise i'm curious what kind of things are happening across the globe no no i think you just mentioned uh, two very common modus operandi uh, i think the first one that you mentioned about the army officer and the modus operandi is to trigger emotions in you so that in that state of being emotional you do something that you are not supposed to do like instead of receiving payment you send payment by entering your upi mpin and the second modus operandi that you said is that sbi credit card it is called creating a sense of urgency so like you will get a sms or email that your sbi credit card is blocked click here to do something and then when you click you are taken to a phishing page which can look like sbi page or something like that you enter your sbi login details and all but those login details are sent to the bad actor and not uh, to the bank itself so so yeah and, and and i think almost every indian would have experienced some form of scam i think just uh, last week my mom was telling me that she and that she got a whatsapp message about spin and win offer that you spin and win and then you will get some prize uh, 
uh, and, and i told her that okay it is the time of diwali but don't fall prey to uh, to these okay so, so so going back to your question uh, navina i think um, broadly financial frauds are three types let me start with the one that we just discussed where uh, uh, emotions or a sense of urgency is used we call it social engineering frauds because the bad actor or the fraudster is using a uh, social engineering to derive benefits out of you uh, it's, uh, and they are basically scamming you uh, to make payment for their benefit so it's uh, social engineering and it is a very dangerous fraud because you typically will not get refund for these kind of frauds even if you report it because you are the person who have authorized on these payments uh, the the second kind of fraud is stolen instrument fraud where someone steals your payment details it can be your card details uh, it can be the login id password of your credit card app or something like that so this is a second not not that common because it requires some technical expertise uh, but this is the second type of fraud stolen card fraud and the last type of fraud is basically identity theft when someone steals your identity like he knows your pan card or aadhar card and using that he is able to apply and get the credit card or he is able to apply and get a buy now pay later card from someone so the the, the last type is identity theft uh, kind of fraud mm-hmm. excellent and uh, that gives uh, a clear understanding about uh, the motive as well as the different types of frauds now can we shed some light around uh, global trends like in india uh, the two scenarios that we discussed right likewise mm-hmm. are there any emerging trends or existing trends in the financial fraud yeah yeah sure so i think first of all i just want to mention that there is no authorized body who reports an exact figure of the amount of financial fraud in india or globally i mean there are definitely research reports by consulting companies like pwc and even uh, other companies like experian who specialize in fighting uh, online payment fraud domain but uh, there is no definite authority or organization who publishes this and a partial reason is that people don't report fraud i think in india the uh, the slight problem is that culturally people are hesitant to report to someone else that they have been scammed so the amount of reporting is also less having said that i think if i were to share two common trends that i have been seeing a lot uh, in india is uh, wishing scam so wishing which is basically someone calls you and then he scams you i mean he would usually say that you have one lucky uh, lucky drop prize uh, and to maybe you won uh, tata indigo or some some car but you just pay some 5000 rupees for delivery and taxes and you will get it delivered so this is one very common type of fraud the second type of common fraud which is uh, picking up pay is like a job scam kind of thing like so they will whatsapp your email with that you are selected for part time job on as much as 5000 rupees a day by doing this and that but it is kind of a scam because uh, they will ask you to invest money up front so that you can make money later but then slowly they will try to take more money from you and then stop responding and just shut shut shop and go away <laughs> i think these guys are very creative at um, luring the gullible people right and uh, i always wonder like how they come up with this uh, creative thought process and all but essentially if you look at some common people who are getting trapped and all so i feel sorry about them and uh, you know i try to report this to the cyber crime authorities uh, 
on multiple occasions but there is no luck i, I think we can talk about the law enforcement agencies in a while but uh, mm-hmm. moving ahead uh, into the conversation and all i'm i'm curious about these financial frauds are they just relevant to individuals or uh, do we expect similar thing in the b2b scenarios as well so one company to another company or something in the business environment no so it, i think it is relevant to both to individual and businesses as well uh, but but uh, like businesses like big corporates the, the most common financial fraud is uh, data theft like if uh, and, and it is very significant like if their database gets leaked and it is available in the dark web uh, then not only they do they lose the details of their customers but the trust that customers have in them is totally lost uh, this is not very common because it requires a lot of technical expertise in hacking into the data of big companies but it does happen sporadically uh, and, and 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 i think i have actually come across a lot of news about crypto wallets being being stolen by hackers so i think that is a little more common <laughs> but 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 yeah, i think apart from that big companies also do fall prey to financial fraud uh, but but i think what gets covered in the news is individuals who who lose money because even like a 1 lakh rupees lost to an individual is a big amount uh, for them so so yeah, it it happens on both front in for individuals as well as for big companies as well yeah that that's uh, quite eye opening and uh, moving ahead so as an individual right how can i be safe how can i avoid getting cheated like are there any uh, specific tips so that i don't become a victim of getting into this financial fraud hey yeah sure and and good question i think uh, everyone out there in india uh, using uh, digital payment should know about this i think the first tip is awareness i would say that whenever as a person you get a credit card or you open a digital wallet uh, just go and try using it end to end making a transaction of like maybe 1 rupees so that you know how the payment using that instrument works uh, what all is needed and what all is not needed and once you know that maybe note it down somewhere and then adhere to it if someone calls you up or emails you and ask you to follow a different process uh, don't don't do that because it most probably will be a scam and a good example is uh, uh, upi collect fraud uh, where i think if you have done upi payment you know that you enter m pin only when you are making a payment to someone but sometimes something bad actors they call you up maybe you uh, on uh, quicker or something and they will say ki i like the product you have listed uh, now i have sent you a payment link to accept the payment you can enter m pin and accept it some people by mistake they enter m pin but they don't know that and the money will be debited from their account and paid uh, to the other person so awareness is i think the the first first great tip Uh, that one should have the this the, the second tip i would give to all individuals is that for them to know that their mobile number and their mobile device is like a gateway to all of their wealth and th- th- this is important to understand because your mobile number is linked to everything any validation you get an otp on sms and then that's that's it so like if if you are suspending your mobile number because your mobile number is not was to compliant or what not uh, just just update your mobile numbers immediately on all the uh, credit card and payment apps the, the second thing you can do is not share your mobile number or sms or device with anyone else even your family members and also make it a habit to use some anti malware apps on your mobile number i think most of them are free 
I think personally I used uh, Bitwarden and Navas these two. But but any free anti malware app, just just start using it on your on your mobile device. Excellent, and uh, I would like to add on something else uh, to your tips. Essentially, nobody gives something for free, right? Um, if uh, we we get these Coca Cola awards, they say you have won one crore twenty lakhs or whatever <laughs> it is, and it get it got stuck at customs. You have to pay this, that, and all, and. Unfortunately, we see people who are educated and who are in great positions also fall prey to that kind of uh, uh, luring messages. And one other thing which I would like to share is uh, a new uh, type of fraud which I came across is uh, you'll receive a call from some international member, mm-hmm. and uh, it it actually that call comes from a guy, but they pretend as if it is a girl, and uh, later on um, they call you occasionally. If it till you are in based out of India, the call comes from UK or US. They do uh, make sure that they contact during that particular time, and they show you some random video as if it is real time. Likewise, uh, and later they seek your details in terms of what is your uh, shirt, what is your shirt size, pant, trouser size, shoe size, and all other thing, and they try to engage in a conversation so that. they get to know some basic details and after a while they say i'm relocating to a new country or something and i want to send you uh, a token of uh, appreciation for being my friend and all so give me your details and later on um, the next day once you provide your address the next day you receive a call from uh, uh, some random mobile number which says we are calling from delhi customs office and uh, some person named xyz uh, sent you a package from um, us or uk and uh, all you have to do is pay some 30000 or 40000 bucks to get this package delivered in fact uh, i got a call like that and i immediately told them hey you know keep that packet to yourself and don't call me again <laughs> why would somebody send us uh, such a expensive gift and all right so we got to think uh, for a minute before uh, falling prey to that kind of thing and uh, yeah i i think uh, despite of raising lot of awareness and all still lot of uh, education needs to be done and people my request and my humble request is nobody give something for free keep that thing on your mind and before you click on any url make sure that the url is legitimate if at all sbicard.com is the legitimate web- website you might see sbicarde.com or there is some prefix or suffix make a note of that and also take a look at that https okay the prefix and if there is a lock symbol on the web page and all these are certain basic checks we can perform before making any uh, check and one best way to avoid uh, any uh, uh, fraudulent transactions if at all somebody is posing as a call center agent from a particular bank and all what we can do is you can tell them hey i want to shut down the call and i want to immediately call the customer service and call the concerned bank's customer service and get to know whether it is real or not right so likewise by following some basic uh, tips and all we can be safe from this kind of financial frauds and also those are my two cents mayank and uh, you know i think uh, very good and very relevant tips i mean i think the what you said is stop and think is very relevant yeah. like there is no rush in life there is no rush to pay anyone just stop and think whether what you are going through is actually valid or not because if something appears too good to be true then most probably it might be a scam yep. and the second thing that you say is also what we recommend our customers as well that 
if you are in doubt whether that call is from amazon or from some credit card company uh, just pause hold and call that company on their toll free number and validate whatever you are being told that is a very simple and quick way to validate the payment or any offer that has been made absolutely and i urge the audience okay who are from security background and who are into dealing with this kind of financial frauds if you have, if you have any better tips or advices please feel free to comment in the comment section if you are watching this video on youtube or you can also leave comments on the social media and definitely we are going to cover it in future episodes but uh, these are something very essential and these have become basics in my opinion and um, yeah with on that note uh, mayank i would like to move to my previous uh, thread which i talked which i uh, initiated about uh, cyber crime authorities and all see today also i get an sms saying that you are selected for amazon or you are selected for flipkart for basic work from home and you get 7000 rupees per day who the hell in the world will pay 7000 rupees uh, uh, per day or per hour okay on for a part time job right and i forward this to cyber crime department and then take no action i'm really concerned right because people like you and me who are aware of these things and trying to spread awareness and trying to prevent the further crimes wherein innocent people being uh, getting trapped and all but i don't know uh, who who else can we contact and um, what is your take on the law enforcement agencies in this aspect yeah i think uh, uh, just to make some broad comments before i uh, move on to some crisp points that individuals can do after fraud has happened i think largely i am hopeful that the regulation and the uh, law enforcement will improve over time and and i think the reason is that the like the digital payment space is so new that the regulations are not very strong here uh, like like if, if if someone breaks into your house and steals money then the regulations are very clear ki proof lo cyber security camera may there will be some video footage and also show that and then the police will file an fir and then uh, things will happen they will try to grab that person but in digital payment space the fraudster's identity is so digital and so untraceable ki it is actually difficult for police or the regulators to catch hold of that person let's say you you got a phone call from a bad actor after a week that bad actor will change his phone number because it is so easy to get a new number and all uh, but 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 high level if i were to say i think in india both rbi ministry of home affairs the regulators they are very proactive they are coming up with new schemes and also i think they are in talks to have a central fraud repository in india for uh, uh, digital payment uh, perpetrators so so hopefully these things take time but i would actually say that we are on the right direction having said that i think it's not that we don't have any way to mitigate these frauds once they happen right now so and uh, just just telling two things that individuals can do if payment fraud actually happens with them the, the first is to report it to cyber crime cell india with as much details as possible like what time which mobile number did you get a call or which email you got an email from maybe call recording or email snapshots so give as much details to the cyber crime cell uh, they do act on this but they need some details to go and act on this and they also corroborate evidences from multiple complaints and if there is a common pattern emerging then they will take some action uh, on that the, the second thing that i would urge individuals to do is to immediately report fraud uh, to the uh, entity which issued the payment instrument 
so like if it is a credit card fraud then report it to the bank if it is a, a digital wallet then report it to the company from which you uh, got that wallet and the reason is that the way regulation is defined it is time bound so like within one day if you report you get maybe full refund if within four days you report fraud you get maybe 80% refund if you reported within 7 days you get some some refund but if you report after say 10 days then you won't be eligible for refund so reporting it immediately is very very important so that you can make good of some of the loss uh, that you faced in the uh, fraud so yeah instant reporting helps to an extent great but i i wish uh, there is an app kind of thing similar to this uh, telecom regulator authority of india try dnd app right mm-hmm. wherein if i get an unsolicited message i report to it and uh, immediately telecom operator takes an action likewise uh, it would be great if uh, the cyber crime uh, department can devise an app wherein we can pass those details and load it with a simple sms forward kind mm-hmm. of thing and wherein they have to trace who the uh, number is uh, who is owning that number and then uh, find out that people and uh, maybe take them into this preventive custody do some interrogation and act that way if at all we are able to figure out the root cause and fix it at the nascent stage right rest of the people will be afraid of doing this kind of crimes yeah i think that is a good north star vision we should have <laughs> but but i was actually surprised you know when i got to know cyber crime because they moved the offline reporting platform to online which i think in itself is a is yeah. a big step because going to police station registering in a fire and maybe paying yeah. some money just to register the fire is is a too big of a hassle that individuals may or may not do but uh, actually this online portal is one step forward and uh, I, i think many big mnc companies and indian fintech companies they have started a toll free number dedicated for fraud reporting so that is again maybe one step further but, but yeah, i think what you said once all the digital ecosystem gets connected to each other and we find the trace end to end for any bad activity then i think the action will also become a lot faster yeah mayank this has been fabulous conversation and we spoke um, a lot about uh, uh, some serious stuff financial fraud and how to avoid and what are different types of frauds and all but let's lighten up the mood of our audience okay <laughs> so i'm going to kick off a quick rapid fire round with your content are you are you okay yeah i'm i'm up for it okay fantastic let's move ahead and uh, start with the first question what is the best dream in your life uh fly an airplane wow <laughs> if you win a billion dollar lottery what would you do with that money start my own company mm-hmm. can you describe yourself in just one word believer awesome and is there anything that you would like to correct in your past or are you happy no no nothing i i don't have regrets or i Don't want to go back and change anything from my past. I think I am what I am because of my past, so I'm, I'm good with that. Excellent. So uh, everything uh, is going as per the plan. Good to hear that. And uh, with that, let me fire the last bullet. What is one electronic gadget that you would like to see or invent yourself, Mayank? Yeah, that would be I would say a virtual reality-based credit card. and uh, i think the concept itself is cool that you don't have to switch from credit card to mobile app or some toll free number of customer support you can just put on your goggles and uh, look at the rewards or the uh, credit card actions uh, directly on your card itself mm. 
<laughs> that's quite fascinating and great rapid fire with that uh, mayank let's flip back to the mainstream and before i let you go one final question for today's conversation what will be your single piece of advice to those aspiring to make begin their careers or lives yeah i would say just believe in yourself uh don't let all the naysayers get to you have some thick skin and and also i think have the right expectations because of the today's media world i think instant gratification has become a thing but and actual success i think uh, is not gifted to you i think it's not an overnight journey of success it's just like a long road sometimes a lonely road where you put in hard work but you are focused so that you slowly get there so believe in yourself and have the grit to get on to the long road and make it to the finish so profound and great thank you so much for the advice and thank you so much for joining me bayank and i really appreciate your time and insights Hey, sure, Navin. It was great having me here, and yeah, look, look forward to more such conversations. Absolutely, we can plan a few more sessions in future, and the pleasure to host you, Mayank. And uh, folks, before we move into the trivia section, here is a request to you: in case if you haven't subscribed to us already, please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from. Also, if you have enjoyed this conversation and found the episode useful, request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues. who can benefit from the guiding voice thank you so much in advance now let's hop into the trivia segment of today's episode so today we had a great discussion about financial fraud and i would like to present a few more facts related to financial fraud you know corruption was one of the two most common types of fraud in every region surveyed including north america africa europe middle east latin america and asia which means corruption is everywhere in some places it is obvious in some places it is not and second aspect is only 3% of frauds in southern asia were perpetrated by women the smallest number of any region and you know the highest percentage of female fraudsters by region 44.3% and it was in the united states and external audit only detected fraud in 4% of us cases though many organizations rely heavily on external audit for fraud detection and the average organization loses 5% of revenues in a given year as a result of fraud likewise this financial fraud is not just applicable to individuals but also to corporate as mayank mentioned and folks if you have any excellent tips in in order to avoid this financial frauds as requested earlier please share in the form of comments or email me at tradethegardingvoiceforyou@gmail.com and in addition to that if you have any great uh, topic or guest recommendations please feel free to reach out to me through social media by searching for navin samala or email me at the getting voice for you at gmail.com thank you so much in advance and uh, and that's all for today until next time bye bye signing off for today see you all in the next video.